Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunin, the only sneaker podcast that caught a spear at the Mardi Gras parade. I'm your co-host Ryan Landry. Big flex. I'm your co-host Tanner Young. Yeah, the spear growing up yeah. was top dog. You were top dog at the parade if you came home with a spear. You know what's crazy? Went to um, the Berwick parade and okay. they threw those little like styrofoam like airplanes um, oh, okay. but it was pretty it was pretty big like it was probably like yeah. a good like probably like 12 inches like it was a, it was a big plane mm-hmm. i was more astonished the the person on the, <laughs> the floor <finesse. laughs> it's dude it's sword like we're all the so, way at the ha- it's how long, how far along the parade route were you pretty much to the ha- end so they honed they probably honed the technique by the time they got to you they might not have started off so strong that's true that's true i mean the, the finesse the light touch yeah. it feathered it did one of those things where like it it did like a real good glide and it was a little bit over like our heads. So we dip. couldn't keep. And then it was like going to the grass and it, it just, I don't know the buffer wow. gravity, the core. I don't know what it was. And it just <laughs> took off again. I was like, this is, a, I was like, wow. There's, there's two types of people's on floats. There's people that throw the gliders with the most finesse and delicacy. Yeah. And then there's people pelting you in the face with the giant beads. Where did that come? Where did that start? Where did, where did it start of like all of a sudden, like these, like, couldn't make it to the majors, just Pro- 90 mile an hour t- fastball. Probably around the time Bud Light became a sponsor, you know? Uh, yeah, and just like, I think that the two went hand in hand. It was like, I could throw these beads to this person, yeah. or I could throw these beads at this person. Well, the, one of them is way more fun. The worst is when they bait you in. So they throw a, a high value item out, okay? But yeah. it, like at your feet. So you bend down to get it. And then and you're down can, to the back of your head. Right where the spine meets your skull. <laughs> so you kind of get call that, that like, the paralysis zone. <laughs> you feel that jolt in your fingertips real quick. Just like, oh, yeah. That's going to come back to haunt my knuckles in 20 years. I can tell you from now, the arthritis building up. You got a headache what, not knowing what's going on. What, what are the odds that all the people on the floats are just tuba players that grew up and are getting revenge on all of us for throwing beads <laughs> in the tubas? In the tuba? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, was upset. No bands. No marching bands. Usually a yeah, big fan. Yeah, I didn't fan. see any at the... Uh, we went to Spanish Town here in Baton Rouge and I didn't see any. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. Did not see... I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good uh, event. You know, it's a it's a yeah. good spectacle. Did not see you and your lovely fiance as a let's go to the Spanish town. So we'd never done this is a weird tangent. I promise we talk about shoes at some point on this podcast, but we're catching yeah. up now. Uh I've never done Spanish town before. I've lived here for oh, like seven wow, okay. years now. Yeah. And I've just never done it. Um and you know, for everyone that doesn't know, my fiance moved here from Chicago less than a year ago. So she mm-hmm. did her first Mardi Gras in twenty twenty, right before the pandemic. So like yep. What a way to go out. Um, and so missed it last year. So this year was kind of like the first shot back at doing Mardi Gras, her second time really doing it. She mm-hmm. wanted to go to a parade. I was like, oh, Spanish town is in town. You know, we don't need to drive all the way to Lafayette to go to one. Let's just do one yeah. here in town. Um, Pause real I quick. Would... Oh. Did you know going in what the Spanish town parade was? Like, did you knew it was a the type no. of parade? No. Okay. That explains. So found out. Now but- I'm getting it. Now I'm getting On it. the back side of it, <laughs> I would say I, we still really enjoyed ourselves. We had a really good time. I yeah. My review is that I think Spanish Town is the perfect middle ground between Lafayette and New Orleans. And I've Agreed. never done I've never done New Orleans Mardi Gras, and I don't want to just from everything no. I could see. And I'm like, yeah, Been there I don't want to be I don't want to be packed like sardines. And also, mm-hmm. like, that's just not my scene. Mm-hmm. I think Spanish Town is the perfect like you want Lafayette, but with an edge. 
You know, just like a little bit, but not it's wild. It's an edge. That's it's definitely okay, an so edge. Your experience might have been different. For ours was like more rowdy, but not like no, I'm bonkers. talking about the the theme of the float, the theme of the 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 fair, parade. Fair enough. Not not the crowd. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Not yes, the crowd. Okay, it's definitely uh, several notches up from Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, it's dicks. <laughs> Just of them a penis. Oops! Spoiler. Yeah. So you didn't. So you didn't know that that was like how like no Spanish. So you you no. all show up and then it's just. Well, I would say before the floats because we got there about an hour before it started. Mm-hmm. You know, get your spot camp and everything. Obviously, get your elbows between out. The t- between the time we showed up and the first float coming around, yeah. the puzzle pieces started appearing on the table. Makes I sense. could start putting it together, yeah, but it wasn't until was the floats be a came different... together that I had a top-down view of the puzzle, I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the puzzle was a penis, but yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, I, whenever you had said you went to Spanish, I was like, I, did, I would not have pegged. Don't get me wrong, I think it's I think it's hilarious. Um, but also, I never pegged you for like an NBA, just go happer, Listen, and <laughs> next thing I know, I see you. If we're about to do Lent, I'm going to peek before we do Lent, okay? Fair I'm going to get it all get out, out of my system. system. I got 40 <laughs> days of fasting here. <laughs> got to purge. Exactly. <laughs> so, we had a good time. Okay, nice, nice. Well, I hope everyone right. else, if you were uh, within the state of Louisiana or around mm-hmm. Mobile, you know, in those, yeah. in those areas, um, you had a, a happy and safe uh, Lundy Gras and Mardi Gras. Yeah, absolutely. You ready to talk about some sneakers? I'm going to try. What a warm up there. What a warm up we truly had. Well, you know, coming in hot. As we said in the last episode, we're not doing, you know, weekly committed episodes now. We're only doing Mm -hmm. them when we've got something to talk about. And I think I've got something to talk about here. I've been seeing all the shoe tubers, all these reviews coming, started coming in for this brand I'd never heard of before. So I had to do a little bit more research. And in doing so, I just thought it was this really interesting new a uh, sneaker footwear company that's kind of emerging here that I think has like an interesting take on the market here. So the name of the brand, you've all read the episode title by now, but the name of the brand is pronounced Dizygotic. Dizygotic sneakers. No problem. I got you there. Happy to reiterate through the episode if you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I figured they just did their first sneaker release. There's two different colorways of it. I figured we'd give a little bit of backstory on the brand and then a little bit of, you know, the inspiration behind uh, what they're doing, the colorways and stories of these sneakers, and just kind of pepper in opinions along the way. So uh, I did study hall on this one. Tanner showed up and I gave him the spark notes before the test here. I guess it's not a test. It's a conversation. So I've peppered in some questions for us here, you know, pre-scripted. Don't worry. It's not going to be yeah. too bad. Okay. All right. So a little bit of backstory for you here. I'm sorry if this is boring, but we got to get it out of the way. Housekeeping. Uh, Dizygotic. The meaning comes from the name dizygotic twins, which is also fraternal twins. It's, I guess, maybe the scientific name for fraternal twins is dizygotic twins. Uh, those are the non-identical twins. Um, the company is based. I had to reach out to them because I couldn't find this info on their website. And shout out to them. They got back to me. I DM'd them and they responded with a ton of information. They're based out of Tucson, Arizona, but the manufacturing is done overseas in China. They sent me well, literal paragraphs on like oh, how wow. they tried to do manufacturing in the U S and Spain, but they couldn't really get the level of detail they wanted. So they had to put together their own team in China. So I don't think it's like a third party team. I think it's their own team. Something about 32 shoemakers, an average of 20 plus 
years of shoemaking spirits. They went off in the DMs, I'll tell you right yeah. now. I would imagine that, because uh, I, I feel like a lot of people would hear that and be like, oh, really? You went to China for quality? Like, you right. know, most, most companies go for the opposite and for low cost. But mm-hmm. um, I would imagine with sneaker uh, manufacturing, considering how long giant brands have been working in China, you probably that's where the expertise is that's what i was you know exactly uh and you probably have a better chance of having local um talent Mm -hmm. there rather than maybe a limited pool uh maybe in spain or the u.s so uh i i would i think first glance maybe people would be like interesting that you would say that but yeah i think i think you know that makes sense to it Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're a, a relatively young brand. Uh, their first Instagram post that I saw was just from September of 2021. So coming up really just on a year old and the whole philosophy behind the brand. I think their motto is why the same. So what they do is every pair of sneakers, the left and the right shoe are in the same color palette, but the color blocking is mm, different, I but using that, yeah. the same about three or four colors there. Um, so it's just like an asymmetrical design. So I guess that kind of leads to just my first kind of like feeler ballpark question for you there. How do you like the general, that design philosophy for like a whole brand that like, they're going to be like every pair of shoes we do, the left and the right are going to be similar, but a little bit different. You know, does it kind of give you what the vibes or is it different from that? Um, it kind of does, but not super. Cause you know, generally when I think of what the, I think of like a, even crazier, and generally you're taking very infamous pieces of infamous True. holes. True. Um, I kind of like it. I think mm-hmm. it is an interesting way to stand out. I mean, if you want to get some sort of a seat at the table of sneaker yeah. culture, I think you have to, you, and now you have to find a gimmick. So exactly, I was gonna say that, especially in today's gimmick. Gimmick may be uh, a niche. A niche is what is we better. say in yeah, the biz. Yeah, yeah. yeah trying biz to, is short for business. That's what yeah, we say in the biz. Don't want a negative connotation with saying gimmick. Right. Like they're just doing like a thing. So yeah, uh, like you said, finding a finding a niche way. Um, I like that they um, are sticking to the same colors mm-hmm. and just slightly changing some things. But it's honestly not. So much that it's jarring. Like they do keep yeah. some pieces the same. The same. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at the uh, ooh, Peach Boy. Uh, it's the uh, blue and gray and things like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and they kind of keep. It looks like maybe the cage is a similar mm-hmm. color. The tongue's a similar color. But kind of the toe box is where they're gonna they're gonna play. Right. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. that mud guard around there. So. Yeah. Very interesting. It's very subtle. It's not a lot. Um, but definitely enough. I think they did it a very good job. I think it is um I do think it's very clever. I think it is interesting that every shoe will do this, but I also think that it may be the easiest for them to introduce um storytelling. Uh, mm-hmm. in a very more kind of organic way, considering they're just like, hey, this is our brand premise in general. Yeah, it's a really good way to differentiate from like a lot of the sneaker giants that have kind of been in the game for a while now. Yeah. So with I that really, being uh... said, I'll launch into the details here, if that's all right with you, of their Please. first release here, these two colorways. Um, and I'll talk about you know the materials and the similarities they have before we go into the differences of each colorway here. Uh, so the first silhouette, I believe 
the silhouette name is Project Alpha, and yeah. the first two colorways are part of the uh, Momotaro Peach Boy pack. So uh, I had to look this up. I had to do the research. I'm not going to pretend I'm Houston and I went to Japan, but uh, <laughs> Peach Boy is an ancient Japanese story about a boy born from a peach. A giant peach was found floating down a river by an old childless woman who was washing clothes. A child came out of the large kernel when she cut the peach in two, and the old couple named the child Momotaro Peach Boy. Kind of, you know, James and the Giant Peach vibes, but backwards. He came out of the peach. James went in the peach. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, there's, like we said, there's two different additions and colorways in the pack. And before we go into what's different, we're going to talk about what they have in common. The main thing being the materials. And let me tell you from looking at these... These materials are looking premium, my friend. You got pigskin suede and nubuck on the upper, perforated suede toe box, and the uh, embroidery of the characters on the heel. You got Peach Boy on one and Oni, which I think is like a demon, uh, embroidered on the heels. Maybe my favorite detail is that the strobel boards, and now push the glasses up the nose, nerds. Strobel board is when you take the insoles out of your shoe, that hard bottom Mm -hmm. to the shoe, and it's above the midsole. That's the strobel board. They printed on the strobel boards of the shoes and mismatched between the left and the right different designs. That. That's ridiculous. That's I don't know insane. that I've ever seen shoes with printing on the strobel Never. boards. Um, and Dizygotic very much, they were running an, uh, a campaign for a while on Instagram talking about how they went so out of their way to pay attention to the details and constantly being like reminded along the way that like, this is so much more expensive and no one's going to pay attention to it. And they're like, we don't care. We're just going to do it. So like yeah. things like that. Um, some of the last differences uh, talking about the, they have mismatched Vibram outsoles there as well, which mm-hmm. apparently they say that is a very expensive thing to do. The mismatched outsoles. Um, and they say each pair is handmade in a sample room instead of an assembly line. So I don't know. I don't know if we're, if we're really talking handmade Limited there. quantity. Well, what, I'm sure it's a smaller quantity because they're a smaller brand. And once we get to the price point, you'll kind of understand it as well. But Either. I still think a lot for what you're, I don't want to leak it just yet, but I think a lot for what you're getting here, the price point's not ridiculous. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I, it, it may be, I don't think it's a ridiculous price, but it may be a, a, it may be a large price for a young company. Right. So I think that's it. I don't think the price is crazy. I've seen crazier. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, last thing I want to talk about them have in common. If you're not looking at the images, take a minute to look. Each pair comes with three different sets of laces. Yes. This, like zirconium stone brooch, like a little like pin there. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the box, it's a split open box. And each shoe comes with like a custom molded foam. That's insane. No paper. That, Forget it. So I've got to, I've got to ask. It's scripted, but I got to ask. Is the packaging good enough to keep on these? Look at look at no. this packet. No, it's come never on, the links they go through here. No. no, don't get me wrong. It's beautiful when you open up the box. You got the butterfly wings each on the side. It's great. Um, no, of course not. It's just a white box with the with foam. Where are you going to keep your extra laces and your zirconium stone brooch? Look, don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. It's it's foam that they cut. They they put the shoe, they trace it out, and then they cut it. You could yeah. do that. It, you could do that with any shoe box in it. Don't get me wrong. It is it is it is it insane that a shoe company is sending out their shoes like this? Yes. Yeah. That is them being like, we appreciate you as a customer and we are going to give you next the premium level. experience. It really is. 
I'll be honest, mm. it's great on them. Uh, no, uh, if I wanted to, wow. I could do that with my Jordans. I could, I could easily <laughs> get some foam, cut it out. It would take forever, and it wouldn't look good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sure no one they laser cut that, you know, to their perfection. Uh, yes, I'm sure they're not <laughs> cutting it. No one's arguing yeah. that. No, but I will say, it is pretty cool when you, like I said, but, when you open up the box, you get the butterfly but not wings. Enough. But not enough. Absolutely not. No. The two different butterfly wings, that's kind of their logo there. You can see that each wing is a little bit different. If you actually look at the shoes and you look at, I think, what we're calling the cage of the shoes, Mm -hmm. both the medial and the lateral side are the butterfly wing, but they're slightly different shapes, just like their logo as well. Wow. You want to talk about attention to detail. It's there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it really is. Um like you said, I mean, definitely with the material that they use, the attention to detail. I one the the premise of this company is definitely a we want to stand out. We want mm-hmm. to have some type of thing that's going to give a spotlight to us. Um, but honestly, I really, I mean, this is an ex. It sounds very uh, hit me bougie to say, but it feels like an experience that that a, that you're going to get. Hundred percent buying the shoe. I mean, yeah, like you said. I mean, it is it is custom. I do have a question because it is in yes. one of the pictures. Yes, I'm looking at the shoes mm-hmm. in the box. They've got the, the the shoe tree. Yes, shoe tree included. Shoe tree not included. Shoe trees. I don't believe included. I think I read in the material somewhere it's not. That's. I don't think they should be pictured with. That's what they shouldn't. They shouldn't be pictured with if they're it's not only included. one. It's only one. I, technically, yeah. I guess two. Technically, yeah. two. One is with the box. Sold separately, is, though. Available, but not included. It is available, so, not included. Because um, I was thinking, I'm thinking, shoe trees with the purchase. That price yeah. is low. Yeah, they might have originally like specced it and thought it was going to come in, Maybe, and then yeah. took all the pictures and then crunched the numbers and realized no, it's not actually going to happen. Yeah, we're going to lose money, which makes sense. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. So one, if I'm going to nitpick, um, yeah. and then honestly, with all the materials. Um, how the manufacturing is done. Price point, not crazy. I would say, I guess you could say, does it need to be handmade in a sample room? Can it go to a mass production to save some money? Sure, yeah. but I'm sure that company is like, yeah, but we've seen other mm-hmm. big name brands and right. new and releases that have come out within this year. Yeah. And the whole internet is like, wow, what's the quality control like? Is no one right. checking this? You know, things right. like that. So um, I think, it, you know, from the jump, they're like, hey, we are very uh, particular. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, you know, you've kind of got to do. If you're a smaller brand like this, you know, like they've got the differentiation enough in the asymmetrical design. But I think you still have to, like, hit all your, like, sneakerhead buzzwords of, you know, like, sample handmade like i'm surprised yeah. i don't read italian leather anywhere in here because italian leather is like the cheat codes for like i'll give you my whole wallet you know like that's so true. many people i think make that i guess connotation, they, so. they put the they put the pig skin you know what i mean so yeah pig skin pig skin you know suede yeah that's maybe yeah. the big one there yeah you got new buck you know All so right. let's potentially put the box and gloves here on i want to start talking about the colorways themselves sure there's two different colorways in the project alpha pack the first one being the Makoto edition, uh, mm-hmm. named after a Japanese tattoo artist. These are the green and blue and purple and a little bit of uh, tan, I think I see in there, and some white uh, yeah. colorway. And then there is a, I hope I'm saying this right, Mizuro 
colorway um, inspired by a graffiti artist uh, from Japan. And these are more of a blue, dark navy, and white. I'd say maybe a little bit simpler of a colorway. You know, kind of a little bit more clean and straightforward of a colorway yeah, there. Definitely a muted um, colorway yeah. compared to compared to the other one. The other one is uh, definitely more vibrant for sure. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend everyone go look up pictures. They look incredible. I ha- obviously haven't seen a pair in person. Uh, yeah. I watched a handful of review videos of the, on these, but this is where the, I think the boxing gloves come out. What's the better colorway here? Oh, that is so hard. That is that is that is really tough. I think the the easier wear is going to be the uh, the Mizuro. Yeah, for sure. Um, and um, you know, I think the going to get you Makoto. some attention is going to be the Makoto. Yeah, um, that's fair. I, I'd say that's a fair I, assessment. If if I had to, I, I I wouldn't say better, but if I'm going to be purchasing one, I'm yeah. going to purchase the Mizuro one. Really? So Amanda said the same thing. Really? Yeah. I'm assuming you're you're going you're going. Uh, I'm Makoto? going Makoto because I get I love those colors together. I think they are like great. those, those three pretty. colors go together well. And I think in my head, I look at it and I'm like, if I'm buying this boutique of a thing anyways, like I don't want it to be kind of simple and understated. Like I want it to like check Fair. every box for me. So for me, like yeah. I think all the different colors on that one really help accentuate the asymmetrical design and show that a little bit more than the Mizuro. Absolutely. And that's why I think I like the, um, Missouri better is because yeah. it is a more subtle um, approach to it to where mm-hmm. you may not necessarily see it. And then when I, and then if like, if I was wearing it and I would tell someone, like, Oh, by the way, they said, Oh, oh I didn't even notice. Whereas yeah, definitely. So I, I like that. the, I like that yeah. more subtle. And then honestly, the green in the, uh, the Makoto is, I'm not super that's feeling not doing it. it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. That blue with that purple. Oh, that's a good looking Hard shoe. to deny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I like the more subtle one and I agree with you. And so that my mindset is I like that of, of it is a little bit more under the radar and then mm-hmm. I can, Oh, there's this company and lead into it. And then people, then it's like, Oh, now I notice. So, yeah. um, but I, I, I can definitely see, kind of how your mindset is like, Hey, if I'm buying this like premium thing, like going I want, in, I want to go in. Yeah. That's like whenever, if you, you know, for the people who buy their first like Vlone shirt, I'm, I'm turning around when the picture is being taken. Like I, <laughs> I'm walking backwards. Everywhere. I need you to see this. You know, if I buy an off white belt, I'm obviously going to let it hang down to my ankle. It's going I to my ankles. You, yeah. I need you to know I'm wearing off white. Um, so, um, that does make sense. They are very, they're very nice. Um, but yeah, I would say if I had to pick which one I would purchase, yeah, definitely the Mizuro uh, colorway. I like that Navy. I respect you, but I, I don't agree with you. It's understandable. Boxing gloves. <laughs> ding, ding. Hey, speaking of, let's address the elephant in the ring here. Yeah. Let's finally talk about the price here. Okay. So release, uh, early global access was launched in mid December, 2021, Wider mm-hmm. release in late January 2022. I looked, and I'm pretty sure you can buy these off their website right now, so I don't think they were pre-order. Uh, if they were limited, maybe not crazy limited, because they're still available. Price point, it's $267 U.S. dollars. 
I do believe that includes tax and shipping, though. So I don't think we're adding oh, all on top of that. That's I a different think. story. I would I that would, would make add. sense because two sixty seven is such an interesting. Yeah. Let's say men's eleven add to cart. Yeah, two sixty seven. Yeah, shipping is free. Yeah. So uh, now that obviously is a wow, three to five business days. Um, not so bad. Obviously, if, you can you could pay more if you want them faster. But I wonder if they've got a warehouse here in the U.S. Then three to five business days would make me think yeah, that's coming from to. the U.S., not overseas in China. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which <sighs> would probably explain why they have the free shipping. In the mm-hmm. sense of like, hey, we've already got the all the right. shipping costs, right. um, which maybe the shoe is at a lower price point based on shipping because maybe they just get all their products shipped in a bulk, and yeah. then that shipping cost gets divided between however many pairs they yeah. have. So, yeah, yeah. also apparently there's promo codes that you can oh. possibly have. So. I mean, it, it allows it. There's an option for it. Is this where you start talking about Honey, the free browser extension that saves you money? Because <laughs> I haven't seen the email come through to clear that ad. It is not popping up. So, no, Honey will not <laughs> help you on this one. <laughs> and they didn't sponsor this episode. So, I wouldn't anyway. How are we feeling yeah. about the price point, though? 267 So, that's kind of what I was saying in the beginning. 267 mm-hmm. is not. It's not a crazy number. Yeah. Um. I mean, you have. Yeezy two twenty, yeah. Um, Nike just recently went up. You know, you're paying two hundred dollars for some Jordans. Um, so two sixty seven for the shoe, free shipping. You know that includes you know the shoe getting it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't crazy. It's not a crazy number, but when you start looking at, okay, well you've got two shoes, um, or I guess you know two colorways. You mm-hmm. just started out. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have a a name, I guess you could say, for yourself. Yeah, not, not uh, you're not established just yet. Yeah, so it's hard. It's hard for maybe I think people to to kind of buy into that. Um, mm-hmm. I hey, props to the company for saying this is what we value this shoe at, and yeah. we think it's a. I would I would say it isn't a it is a uh, affordable price point. I w- um, I would agree. I just think it, it because of the price point being over a two fifty. Yeah, you may have people be like, "I'm interested." Yeah, but a hard number to 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 get just on. That's right um, where I'm at. And they may be like, "Cause I could spend this number to." 50 275 maybe on a shoe that you know is a bigger brand mm-hmm. um has some maybe some hype around it mm-hmm. um and they might want to um but i would imagine with the description that they gave they are kind of more of like hey we'll have the people who um would prefer quality over yeah. name Hype. recognition. Yeah. Um, you know, and their logo, if it is this mismatched butterfly wings, mm-hmm. it's not really on the shoe other than the very subtleness within the, yeah. like you said, you can, we're, what we're going to call the cage. Yeah. On the tongue as well. But still like, if you don't know that, if you don't know this brand, you're not going to see a butterfly. Uh, it says die under it. So still, I mean, still some explanation needed, but like, yeah. you know, 
given that you see other brands put like things other than their logo on the tongue, you know, mm. like uh, I, I, you could see someone who's like knowledgeable on sneakers, but doesn't know about this brand being like, Oh, is that like a special colorway of like a Saucony or a Diodora or a car? Yeah. You know, like it could definitely get, you know, until they have a name for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, I think first glance, people may think you're just wearing a Saucony for sure. Yeah. Um, I think first glance it, it may get or an but, ASIC, um, but just you know some non. Yeah, it's not a Nike or an Adidas. Yeah, or a Yeezy or a Jordan. You or know, like Jordan. it's exactly. not one of those. It's maybe one of the other littler ones, but this is even smaller than that. Yeah, um, I think the price really isn't that bad when you look at it in context. So, like, I take mm-hmm. it in the context of like a hot topic on the internet right now is that the Yeezy seven hundred. I think it's V two. V2 in the static colorway, which has come out before is re-releasing. I think maybe this weekend or sometime soon. And it's $300. So like you look at this versus like a Yeezy 700 V2 and it's like, Oh, it's cheaper than that. And you're getting way nicer materials and like, Uh just like a whole lot of detail in it. Um, and I also look at it, you know, somewhat compared to, if you remember Mosh, the sneaker customizer that started doing his own silhouette last year, when he did the, uh, it's called the Centralia Runner. He did the St. Charles colorway with the politics release, the all green one modeled yeah. after the trolleys. Mm-hmm. Price point on those, I want to say, was three fifty. So even then, like this is cheaper than that. Yeah. But I don't think of it so much as like if I buy these, like is it going to be cool or a lot of people going to mm-hmm. recognize it, anything like that. But I think just like I have somewhat of like a call it frugal, call it like financially sensible nature in that. Like I can buy a $250 shoe. That's like a Jordan knowing yeah. that I can wear it and even use it'll sell for like 175, 200 when I'm done with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was why I couldn't buy the Moss shoe. And that's why I can't buy this shoe. Cause I'm just like, I like it. I definitely think, you know, like, but do you want it for forever? <laughs> yeah. What you're getting here in terms of quality is like way better than things that I've spent even more money than this on. But Correct, yeah. I know when I get tired of a shoe, the ability to sell it for something is mm-hmm. like what helps me justify the purchase. And yeah, that makes I, sense. So I think just like it's nothing against this brand. I think just for me personally, it's always going to be tough with like the smaller brands for me to buy the more expensive shoes, you know? Yeah. And and that's what I think when it comes to this price point, like you see 267 and you're like, that's not outrageous. You yeah. know, um, that's that's not a crazy number to think of just what other shoes are costing at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because, you know, brand recognition, resellability, um, quote unquote hype, you know, all of those things do come into that your mind when you're when yeah. you're looking at buying something, when you're when you're looking at spending two hundred dollars more, you know, I mean, because there's so many people, you know, even if we we're looking outside of shoes, if you're going to buy an electronic, yeah, it's easier to pay the 200 plus for a big brand name that, you know, than a smaller brand name, mm-hmm. even though that smaller brand may be better or just right. as good as this big name brand, but it's easier to say I can buy it because it's this big name brand. I recognize yeah. that brand name. Shout out Zoom though. They had their run. <sighs> but Microsoft, so yeah, mm. still, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what this? You know what this like very much reminds me of. Like talking about the price point and just like 
being able to justify the purchase or not. It reminds me of when I first really started getting into sneakers more. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was back and forth on the fence up all night about whether or not I could go to champs and spend $110 on a pair of NMDs. And like talking to you about it. And I remember you told me something that's always stuck with me, which was like, you were at the point where, you know, I eventually got there where it's like, Oh, if there's a $110 sneaker that I like, like that's a no brainer. I'm going to yeah, buy that because like I'm buying, <laughs> I'm buying $200 sneakers. So like a hundred dollar yeah. sneaker that I like, no problem. So this yeah. gives me that vibe where it's like, you know, there's other $200 sneakers that like, I have no problem buying. Cause like I know what they are and like, I'm just comfortable with it, mm-hmm. but something new like this. And especially that, you know, a whole nother rabbit hole to go down. I can't go to the mall and try this on. I hope it's comfortable. <laughs> I hope the yeah. size I get is the size I need. There's that as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just kind of makes you like, makes me laugh and think back on, you know, uh, if this was like a $150 shoe. I'd probably not even think about it. I'd probably go ahead and pick it up, but I don't think they can do the level to which they're doing for $150. And I don't think they should. I think this is like the right thing for them to be doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I applaud it. And I wish I could talk myself into participating in it, but I just can't. Yeah. It really is. It really is hard. Like you said, the trying it on, is the sizing going to be right? How does it look? You know, seeing promo shots compared to seeing it in person, even on mm-hmm. foot, you know, is different. And that's another big thing that like I also got from you is like, man, holding this shoe looks really good. But then I there was some shoe that you were like super excited about um, seeing all the pictures when you saw it in person i think you were in chicago you were like oh my god this looks amazing and then you tried it on and then when you looked down at it it totally changed and i can't remember what shoe it was but you looked down at it and you were like don't want it anymore (laughs) yeah immediately the shine was off and um i'm sure obviously return policy is probably very i'm open with this company but uh yeah i think price point is fine um because they are giving you um premium materials excellent quality and like i said it really is it's they very much are being like we want to show the customer a next level appreciation mm-hmm. of how this is packaged and presented to you when you open it you know so it seems um like you are buying a shoe from people who love shoes um yeah. you know it's people who um are in the sneaker communities they're in the sneaker mm-hmm. culture they have a love for sneakers and they're like we want to show that to the people who purchase our sneakers. Yeah. It's more than just, um, you know, some tissue paper um, mm-hmm. thrown in a box and these shoes kind of rumbling around, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I agree. I think this is um, a very interesting company. I definitely will try to keep uh, my eyes out for them, my ears out to them, see what's kind of is going, uh, you know, new silhouettes, new colorways, because mm-hmm. um, I think it is very interesting. I love the premise um, of this shoe. Uh, at first, I was kind of like, "This seems kind of like silly," um, and things like that. But kind of Just the like more a you look at it, and grab. Yeah, but then the more you look at it, you're like, "Wow, this is actually." Uh, like they I said, really I like how they time. they paid attention yeah, like, to all the details, and I like how they give two very different colorways. They have a we're yeah. gonna be we're making a very loud and statement shoe, and then we're mm-hmm. making a very subtle shoe. Yeah, um, so they really it really is. I think everybody could find one of these shoes and moving Mm -hmm. forward. I'm sure they'll continue to do the same thing. Last question I've got, if you're a listener out there and you have a fraternal twin, are these a must cop? You and the twin each got to get a pair. (gasps) Mm. They should, they should do a, a, 
a two pack combo discount, you know? Yeah, I think but so. But you have to yeah, provide you- proof of being a twin at the time of purchase. Ooh, okay. No Photoshop clone okay. tool. I'm going to look up. Yeah. Well, it's fraternal. Who's this? You and me could take a picture and send it. It's fraternal, non identical. Oh, that's true. Mm. Mm. That's probably I why they for- didn't do it. They're like, too many people going to cheat the system. I think for a niche, I think uh, nothing crazy. Nothing yeah. crazy. $20 yeah. off, $10 yeah. off a shoe. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Mm. Well, there it is. That's the episode I had lined up for today. So, for those of you listening out there, if you've never heard of this brand, I would definitely say go look them up. Follow them on Instagram. They're not paying us to say that. If they want to send us a free pair of shoes to check out, they are more than welcome to do so. Please and thank uh, well, you. Two pairs. Two pairs. Cassandra and I don't agree on the colorways, and we are fraternal twins, as just mm-hmm. stated. So mm-hmm. it would be kind of, you know, nepotism to only send one pair, I would say. Yep. We'll FaceTime our mom. <laughs> we'll get her on the call. Yeah. yeah. The issue here is that we both love our moms so much, and we love each other's moms. We couldn't pick one mom. to. Th- we put them both on the call. So we'll somehow progressive. we'll somehow figure out how to like no, no I want to just <laughs> oh the AI there. clone the deep fake <laughs> yeah yeah I wouldn't even think of going that far I'm thinking of just getting literally two videos in layers like three D <laughs> I love it right I on, hate it thank right on, you right on top of each other uh well thank you everyone for listening to another episode of State of the Union. Tell you what, I am very open to episode ideas. One week and one week only. Hit the DMs on Instagram. If mm-hmm. let me double check the calendar here. Hold please. Hold please. Mm-hmm. Next Friday mm-hmm. is March eleventh, three eleven day. I would love to do a three eleven themed sneaker episode. Um I just need to know how we connect the dots there. So maybe we do like the best amber colored shoes or like the best shoes to watch a three eleven concert in. But the DMs are open there. I want to do a three eleven themed sneaker episode. I just have no idea how to stretch that joke for more than two minutes. There you go. We'll get there. (laughs) Thank you again for listening. Wherever you listen, leave that rating and review. We want to read them. Helps us know. Helps us grow. You can check us out on Instagram at Shoe Podcast and online at ShoePodcast.com. We have a Discord, just a fun little group, not a cook group, nothing like that. But if you want to jump in and have some friendly secret discussion, we're going to raffles for each other too. Like if someone's not interested in something you need extra hands in your size, Go for it. If you want to join that Discord, just shoot us a DM on Instagram at Shoe Podcast. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all the usual plugs. I don't mm-hmm. remember what this season's bit is for the end of the episode, but you have the floor. You want to talk about Coke Zero Starlight? Go for it. Oh, yeah, I guess. Man, might as well. I, got, I did buy. I did make a purchase. I bought a circular saw. Um, you got a circular? Okay. I bought one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let me tell you what the price difference between um, wired and wireless. Wireless seems weird to say for us all, but like battery, <laughs> battery operated. I know what you mean, but it is M-A-C. weird to say wireless, and you're like, so it's yeah, got Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the price difference was crazy, and I and uh, wasn't looking, so I ended up getting the the wired one. Got to okay. get the extension cord. Haven't used it yet. Still in the box. Okay. Haven't even taken like the the wrap. Circular saw is handheld, right? Miter is the one that comes down on like on an yeah, arm like that. Yeah, no, this okay. is just a handheld. Okay, you know, just small little projects. Okay, seemed like something I would need. Um, yeah. Uh, not getting paid, but Coca Cola has a new flavor it's called Starlight. We showed Coke Zero a lot of love last season. With Coke Zero, so yeah, it's so fair. We back. can show them some more love. Um. It seemed interesting. The packaging looked pretty cool. And then I was like, I wonder what flavor this is. And it says, I am not kidding you, space flavored. So I kind of 
had to buy. Um, you want to taste what space tastes like? It tastes like candy, I guess. It honestly tastes like <laughs> kind of tastes like uh, kind of like a like a cherry coke, and then they just dip like a whole thing of cat and candy in it. Um, it's not bad, but it's not something that you're gonna like get a hankering for. It's not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, I guess. I don't know. Oh Question man, and then, and then, uh, and then I had a I had a Reese's, but the all peanut butter one. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. It's great. So if you're a fan, it's called peanut butter lover. So before you said it's great, you just shrugged at me, and I was like, I don't know how anyone listening is gonna get anything from that. Oh man, I had a Reese's peanut butter. Shrug. <laughs> so haven't really haven't really tried anything. I already recommended Yellow Jackets like a a ton. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm turning into an old man because I was asking Amanda just tonight. We were having dinner, and we we're gonna sit down and watch a show, and I was like what's that show I started watching recently that I was really liking? And she's like, I have no idea. And I'm like, ah, me either. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I wish well, I could, I wish I could recommend something here. I'm like, I know I started watching something and I liked it, but I don't remember what it was. It's going to be like a year go by. And you'll be like, Oh, catch I'm up definitely going to have that moment. No, it's probably going to be, you're like on the internet and you're going to get a spoiler for whatever it was. You're oh, like, Damn, I want to finish that. And yeah. then you're never going to, you know, you're not going to go back into it. Mm. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Say the Shunion. We'll be back whenever with another episode. I'm your co-host, <laughs> Ryan Landry. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. <laughs>